Hey there, welcome back to the podcast of the Francis Asbury Society. I'm Josh Hallahan, Director of Discipleship. This is episode 75, and today we're grateful to have our good friend Raj share the devotion with us. Raj is a volunteer here at FAS. He is a fellow with the Society, uh, studying at Asbury Theological Seminary. Raj is here with his family from India. We're so grateful to be in community with them. Raj recently returned from a trip to Ethiopia along with Jerry Coleman, and Raj reflects on that in today's devotion, sharing about Philip, an Ethiopian eunuch, Um, and you're just going to love this devotion and his uh, insight into that passage there in the book of Acts and from uh, what God did there in Ethiopia with him and Jerry. So thank you, Raj. Thank you, listener. Enjoy this devotion. I wanted to praise the Lord uh, for this uh, beautiful opportunity, and I'm grateful um to to reflect thoughts with all this genius <laughs> i see uh jains um, in the, uh, who understood the word of god who preached and i'm very grateful um so i last month cherry uh, and i we went to ethiopia and we had wonderful ministry uh, preaching about scriptural holiness and uh, uh, since the time that uh, I was thinking about going to Ethiopia, and this this scripture passage uh, struck me very closely to my heart, which is Acts chapter eight, verses uh, twenty six onwards. You know the story about how Philip the evangelist uh, goes out and by the Holy Spirit commanding him to go and share the gospel with Ethiopian Ethiopian officer. And then the story goes on uh, on, and so on. So one of the questions that that struck my thought, my mind very closely was, what makes the Holy Spirit command his servants? What makes the Holy Spirit to command his servants on his mission? You know, if you if you look into this story, um, here is Acts chapter eight. The gospel is spread, getting out of Jerusalem. It goes to Samaria, and the next level is that someone who comes all the way from Ethiopia, and then he preaches the gospel and so. On. Philip was not the apostle. Philip was the waiter. I call I call him. Uh, the one who served the table, you know, he was ready to take up and then. So, so as, as I was reflecting on this on this question, what makes the Holy Spirit command? I, I, I see three things that are very closely connected and I'm still kind of reflecting and probably wanting to write a small piece of article and things like that. Um, number one, <clears throat> when God, the Holy Spirit, command his servants or those who practiced habitual obedience. Um, you know, whole book of Acts is the acts of the uh, Holy Spirit. And you see several times the Holy Spirit insists, commands, guides, prompts. Now, these are the words that we use, you know, Holy Spirit is as a kind of soft 
um, soft person who guides, who mentors, who, who comforts. And here is something the word of God says, get up and go towards south to the road that goes uh, down from Jerusalem to Gaza. You know, the wilderness road. Go. Immediate. Command is a matter of habitual obedience. I see Abraham obeying God and then God commanding Abraham, take your son Isaac and offer. You know, when, when we start obeying little and the harder things comes up in obeying God. Eugene Peterson uh, in his book, Long Obedience in the Same Direction, gives off this expression that if you obey small things and we are ready to obey hard things also. Number two, when we say that the Holy Spirit commands his servants, I see this particular task is the current phenomenon. It's, it's happening now. You know, look at this expression. It says, go down to this street and, and here is this person, Ethiopian eunuch and court official, and he is in charge. He had come to Jerusalem to worship and, is, and was returning home, seated in his chariot, and he was reading the prophet Isaiah. You know, he is on the move and he is doing it now. You know, to me, this is something, something so um, significant. Like, imagine if he had missed if it delays, you know, we always say delayed obedience is disobedience. You know, if, if we tend to, if we tend to kind of delay the process, we are missing the connection. It is as if the Holy Spirit is working in his heart. He's reading right now. And then here is the, the person is commanded and then we go and get this connection. I see how Jesus commands his disciples, go catch a fish and you will have a penny for the tax. Again, it's just beyond our imagination by the, how long the time is going, uh, he's going to take the time to go there to catch this, um, the, the instruments to catch the fish and, and how the fish is going to take the, uh, the coin and how long it is going to hold in his mouth, uh, in its mouth. You know, it, it's just a current. It is now immediate. If, if you're missing it, we're missing the whole picture, what God is doing. I see Moses, when God commands to go down to, uh, go down, go, go to Egypt to redeem the people. And then there is this particular verse where he says, you know, the place where Moses stayed, God sought to kill him. You know, I don't know, we all probably come across this verse, probably a controversial passage, but a simple uh, uh, thought of renewing the commitment. To me, I, 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 this incident stands as if, you know, God is, God is on the move. You know, here it is. People are. 
suffering. People, the cry comes out. It, it's immediate work. And probably he was kind of, oh, is it, is it, should I go? Or, you know, you know the process, how long he delayed, uh, excused, asked God to excuse, argued and things like that. But the point that I'm driving is when God wants, when God commands his people on a particular task, that task is right now, here, in, in this moment, right now. I said, when Holy Spirit commands his children, he commands because it is right now the work needs to be done. The third one, as I think of how Holy Spirit commands, what makes the Holy Spirit command, is that the task is global. The task is global. When God commands Abraham to come, he is actually, when God calls, and he, when he says that come out, you know, it's, it's a kind of imperative command. It says he's calling for this global task. And I, I want to think from right from the Garden of Eden, when God commands Adam and Eve, he's talking about the global task. And right here, you know, when, when God commands uh, Philip to go and catch this Ethiopian officer, and Ethiopia was, was then world was called as the entrance to the ends of the world. Ethiopia and all the countries downward were called entire, and the entire Africa was called Ethiopia. So when God commands a person to do something, he invites that person for the global task. One obedience can make a significance for the global move of what God is doing in the world. And, I, and I'm sure that this is something that we should keep resonating. Um, how God is... And there are times that that we, we, we expect God to prompt, urge, speak, and, and God is very kind. But there are times that God takes us to periods of, to periods of commanding them to do the work. And so I would, I would think, you know, uh, all of us to reflect um, on this idea how, how have we been uh, listening to God in what way that, that we are given a chance to obey God by, by commandment? The Great Commission itself is the greatest commandment for all of us. Uh, for all of us. And so I, just, I, just, I would like to kind of open up and, and speak and reflect and in what way though we allow the Holy Spirit to command his children on the mission that we are called. Thank you. Thanks again, Raj, and thanks, listener, for stopping by. As always, it's our hope and prayer that these are an encouragement to you. You can at any time go back and check out previous episodes. Uh, 
you can help us by subscribing to whatever platform you listen to podcasts on, subscribe to this channel, leave a positive review, share it with friends and family. All that helps get these out to a wider audience. We're getting to the end of the summer. Uh, Students are about to return to Asbury University, followed by a few weeks to Asbury Theological Seminary. Kids are going back to school. Let's be praying for all of our teachers, professors, and our kids as they enter back in. And we hope to have a couple episodes coming up highlighting that. But until then, take care. God bless. We'll see you next week.